talking about midlife reinvention and midlife relocation today. Hey, it's Star Monroe from the Star Monroe Show. Each week I talk about topics such as reinvention, confidence, relationships and sex in midlife. And today I'm going to dive into a topic that people ask me again and again about is like, why and how did I move to Turkey? So let me bring you up to speed. I moved to Fethiye in Turkey last September. And it was quite a quick decision last year on moving. And yet it had been bubbling under the surface for many, many, many years. Um, I've been in Turkey now just under 10 months full time. I, I have traveled to and fro from England. That's where I moved from um, a couple of times. And it's been very challenging. I wouldn't change a thing. Uh, currently, right now, because I'm streaming this to my podcast and my YouTube channel, I am sitting on my veranda of my teeny tiny little bougie uh, apartment and the sun is shining, the birds are tweeting. I'm looking at an orange tree that sits in front of me. It is glorious. Uh, I, <laughs> I love Turkey so much. And whether you're a new listener or a follower that has been with me for a while, I have been going through this journey of returning, coming back home to myself over the last 10 to 12 years after a lifetime of self-destruction. And if you think that I was used to be a cocaine addict, an alcoholic, um, I was bumbling into abusive relationships. I've had two marriages, two divorces. I was a single parent. Um, and I spent all my money. I went bankrupt, lived on the breadline for six years. It's taken me a long time to come back home. And the first thing that I want to mention about why I moved to Turkey is my mum has a house here. She has a holiday home and it's literally opposite my apartment. We're on the same complex. Um, and I have been coming to my mum's holiday home for the last 18 years. And every time my feet landed in Turkey, I felt like I was home. I felt like I was home. I felt like I could be me. I thrive in the sunny weather. I love being outside in nature. I love cycling, which is a good job because that is my main mode of transport here in Turkey. I love the people, although winter has shown me another side of people. You know, we're not all one thing. Um, I love the food, although I have got bored of Turkish food, <laughs> being here for like over nine months now. Uh, but there is a lot of variety of foods out here. I love the environment. And I read somewhere the other day that in our DNA, we have loads and loads of little codes about who we are. And you can put us into an environment and with people. And what that will do, it will trigger the codes in us that are not the best codes, you know. So I have done that over and over again. I've put myself through a lifetime of self-destruction. 
in environments that did not help me thrive. It's where I had to survive all the time. I surrounded myself with people that were energy drainers that were no good for me. I also put myself into a highly stressed environment. Uh, there was a lot of pressure in my life and that did not bring out the best in me. Turkey brings out the best in me. Turkey brings out the best in me and environment matters. And I claimed that for myself at the age of 51, I'm just trying to think how old I am now, that this is where I want to go. So that's the first thing that I really want you to kind of take and ponder. It's like what environment helps you to thrive and then start getting curious about how you can create that environment where you are right now. And maybe there's a dream or a fantasy waiting for you to acknowledge it for you to step into as well as you're traveling through midlife. So if I backtrack my life, uh, I was thinking about this. It was like, why Turkey and how have I done it? I've had many opportunities to live abroad in my life. The first time was when I was early 20s and I met my first husband. We hadn't yet married. And I had an opportunity to go to Spain to be a children's entertainer because I always wanted to travel. That has been a constant in my life. I'm a free spirit. I actually had that tattooed on my back, everlasting free spirit. And I really wanted to travel, although... When this opportunity came up for me, I was really scared. I was really scared. And I was like, I can't leave England. I can't leave my mom. I can't leave my family because I was very entrenched into the family dynamics at that time. And I can't leave my boyfriend. Uh, so I let that opportunity go. Then another opportunity came my way when I was married to my first husband and he really wanted to live in Australia. And so we went through the whole rigmarole of applying for visas to live there and we got accepted. And I honestly think this was the final nail in the coffin for our relationship and why we divorced. I turned around to him and I said, I can't go to Australia. Again, I was too scared. I was entrenched in the family unit. I don't think I had had my son at that point. But I was like, I can't do it. I can't leave England. I'm not going to leave England. Um, so we stayed in England. So, you, you know, even though there's this big desire in me from the age, well, I would say this desire in me started when I was about 13. I wanted to be an air hostess and I wanted to travel and see the world. Even though I had this huge desire in myself, my fears were getting in the way. And at that time, my fears were winning. And then also, because life's a paradox, and there's another side to this, is that I wasn't meant to go to Australia with Paul because we were not meant to be together. You know, it wasn't the relationship that I thought it was. We were very young. So I'm very glad I never did go to Australia with him because I would have been left on my own because we probably would have divorced. Now, fast track again into my 40s. I met my second husband, um, who's now my ex-husband, and he's Australian. He's no, he's not Australian. He's American, and so we had these grand plans for me to move to LA with him. And I've always wanted to live in LA. Always wanted to live in LA. So we went through this whole procedure of me applying for a green card. I got accepted, and. 
again, we talked about it. We talked about it a lot. But at the time, my son was quite young. He was 16, 17. I was like, um, we have to bring George. We can't leave George in England. And we were trying to sort of navigate this and it got very confusing. And then my husband and I, we started to fall out and we didn't get on. And I just kept, uh, what is it? I kept putting up obstacles around it. And I was like, I'm just not sure. I don't know whether I can leave England. Um, and again, you know, this big desire for me to live somewhere else. Uh, but again, circumstances, uh, fears were coming up. And at the time, I remember going, I could never leave my house. I could never leave. I could never pack up everything. I could never divest myself of everything in my house. What would I do? Um, how would I work? And it was it, there was too much going on in my head and yet now as i look back i think i'm about seven years on what i was doing was getting ready for my move to turkey because i'd always already started the cogs turning in my mind on how to do it and i was addressing even though the fears were kind of holding me back i still was addressing the fears and welcoming welcoming them in and trying to figure out another way I'm really glad I never went to America with my last husband because, again, I he was a great man to be with for the period that we was we were together. It was very challenging. It taught me a lot about myself, and yet we I don't believe in the one we were meant to be together for the time we were, and we separated. And so, me moving to LA with him was off the cards. So then I asked for a divorce a couple of years ago and that divorce came through last April, April 22. Now I went back into my archives on Instagram uh, because I'm always on my stories talking about my life and how I'm processing stuff. And this time last year, so it's the 19th of May today, 2023, this time last year, I started to claim my desire about traveling abroad full time. Now, I'm slightly speeding ahead of myself, backtrack a couple of years, I'd already started traveling for longer periods of time and I need to backtrack a little bit more on how I could do that. A uh, couple of years ago, I went away to LA and Mexico and so I'd already started to build the courage up. I already started to build the courage up that maybe this could be a lifestyle for me. No one in my family unit or my friends were modeling this to me. I had to figure this out myself. And last year, my son turned 23. I got the divorce and I really started to own the desire that I wanted to travel more. And I, and I look back on my Instagram stories and it was like, I'm ready. I'm ready to make this my reality. I'm really fucking scared. I don't know how I'm going to do this and I'm going to figure it out. The answers are going to come my way. So what I did last year was book an extended trip to come out to Turkey for the summer. I think I came out here for six weeks and I extended it to eight weeks. And I hosted some retreats with me. I invited women to come and spend some time with me in Turkey. And they did. And they loved it. And I was like, oh, maybe this could be a good business venture for me. Um, and 
maybe I could stay out here a little bit longer. And I was still sort of dabbling around that in the summer last year. And I was having some issues with my son. Um, and I don't particularly want to talk about my son. It's a very private matter. Um, but the same stuff kept coming up again and again. And I really didn't know what to do. Uh, yet, again, when I was in Turkey last summer, I felt so alive, so happy. I was traveling. I went to Cappadocia. Um, and I just was having the best time and I felt like I could be me. And what I learned was I could run my business here as well because all I need is internet because I run an online business, which is worth noting, which is worth noting because over the last 10 years of me coming back home to myself, 10 years ago, I was living on the breadline. I went bankrupt. I had to, the, the agreement I went into, I had to pay back a certain amount towards the money I owed. I wasn't allowed to have any credit cards or loans. I had to live very frugally. And at the time, I wasn't earning a lot of money. Um, and so slowly over the last 10 years, I have been navigating and figuring out ways that I can earn money where I am independently financially portable. I think I got all that around the wrong way, but you get the idea. So I, I have my own money and I'm portable with it. I don't have to be in one place. And that's something that my ex-husband and I talked a lot about. And he did help me in certain ways when I was married to him. Yet when we divorced, um, there was, you know, we went our separate ways. There was no kind of uh, payout or anything. I decided to like just to leave that um, chapter and close the book. And in 2020, I saw an opportunity and people say, you know, people say to people, oh, you're lucky. But luck is where your dedication to what you want and opportunity coincide. So you've got to be out in the world really kind of saying, this is what I want. And, uh, you know, you're putting yourself out there, showing up for yourself. So when COVID came along, I saw this opportunity and my business online was, was growing. And I just took all my business online took everything online and I was like, I'm not going back to in-person work anymore. Um, and slowly since 2020, my business has grown to a place where I am independently portable. I have my, I'm not doing very well with these words, but I'm financially independent and portable. The other thing as well, what uh, being bankrupt taught me is never have any debt never have any debt so I don't have any debt and that this is from a woman who spent most of her life in debt credit cards everywhere loans everywhere overdrafts everywhere so I do not have any debt my financial independence is highly important to me and one of my values is to be really savvy and intelligent around money because I know even if I, I am happy being a single midlife woman, and I know even if I meet someone, I want to remain independent. I, I will always have my own place. I will always have my own money. I don't 
like anyone telling me what to do. So I had to figure out a way where I could do that. It did not happen overnight. It took fucking so much hard work. And it still requires a lot of input and tenacity and commitment from me to keep my business running and growing and evolving. I always say your business grows as much as you do. Luckily for me, my top value is personal evolution and personal growth. So I'm always growing. So my business always grows with me. So that's the kind of financial state, you know, the, the, the foundation that enabled me to do this. Um, moving to any country requires a chunk of money. I didn't realize how much money it would require either. And, and looking back, I think if I knew how much it was going to cost me, I would not have done it. So if I take you back to last year when I was in Turkey and I was hosting private retreats with me and then I got some more bookings for the autumn. And so I was like, oh, I'll, I'll rent a place out here and come back in the autumn. That's no big deal. And then um, a place came up and my landlord said, yep, you can have it. You need to rent it for the year. You need to pay me in advance for the year. And so we negotiated a price and then I went down because I've been coming here for ages. You kind of know someone that knows someone. I went down and talked to someone about my residency and I have someone who does that. I do not do it myself. Um, paperwork in Turkey is like next level paperwork. And so I applied for my residency. I went back to England. I then <laughs> I went back for August uh, last year. And I looked around my house. My house is a big townhouse in Maidstone in Kent. And I had lived there with my son all his life. He was 23. Um, and I was like, whoa, I have to pack this house up. I have to close this house down and I have to say goodbye. And that was challenging and yet I was ready for it because of all the other times that I was going to do it and I never did it. So in August, I started the wheels turning about renting the house um, and I put it on the market to rent. And also at that time, I told my son, I was like, I will find you a property to live in. And that's what I did. I found him an apartment in the same, that's where he wanted to stay in the same town. And I sorted and looked after my son and he was good. He was looked after and he transferred himself into a new apartment. I came back to Turkey in September and stayed for a couple of months. And then I went back to England and I had two weeks to pack my house up because it was rented. It was ready to go out to tenants. And I am thankful that I only had two weeks because people sort of say, and I've said it before, but I know enough now that how do you ever get the motivation, the impetus, the energy to do things? And I truly have seen in my life again and again, when the time is right and you've got to get shit done, you will get shit done. So I went through that house and I got rid of nearly everything and I could not believe I was doing it because th there were certain things like my big computer, I had a huge Mac and I had, a, I, in my house in England, I had a, an off, a dedicated office. 
I had a dedicated dance and uh, movement studio, which, I mean, there's so many memories in that house, which used to be my Pilates studio, which used to be a burlesque studio, which used to be a pole dancing studio. It had my lodger that had been with me for five, six years. So we had to say goodbye to each other. And really what I did was clear the house out. I got house clearance round and I was like, just take the fucking lot, clear my house out. I held on to a certain amount of stuff and I put it into a container storage in my town. And I was like, right, that's done. And I remember sweeping through the house when it was empty and gosh, I was in that house for such a long time and that house held so many memories. I'd been married twice in that house. I'd had my son. Um, I'd run so many businesses in that house, Pilates, pole, burlesque, aerial arts. I'd had parties in the house. I'd been a cocaine addict in that house, an alcoholic in that house. I'd been abused in that house. I fell in love in that house. We had a sweet, sweet, sweet doggy in that house and he passed away. Oh my God, I get so teary when I talk about my dog <laughs> and he passed away in 2020. Um, and I get more teary about my doggy than my ex-husband. <laughs> and so that house held so many memories and I was in a place where I was ready to let them go. I was like, I no longer need to live in this house. I no longer need to carry this baggage around with me. I no longer need to carry this heaviness around with me anymore. So I closed the house up, rented it out. And if I'm honest, I don't miss my house. My house now, I've changed my perception of it. It's an investment piece. It's investment uh, property. I earn money from it which then I will reinvest um, and, you know, I have a plan for that as well. Like I said to you, I am uh, very focused on being very savvy and intelligent with money and looking off, finding ways to look after myself as I get older. It's very important to me. Um, so coming back to Turkey, um, I settled in to Turkey and I was still kind of missing England and I went back at Christmas and I really enjoyed my time back at Christmas uh, because Christmas is a holiday and I didn't have to work that much. And then when I came back here in January, um, I settled in and winter is the toughest time to be here. Uh, it's very, very quiet. There is nobody around. The locals change. They become a little bit grumpy and insular, um, very much like winter. And the weather is still lovely. And I remember there were two weeks of cold weather because I had to wear gloves and I bought a coat. Uh, and as soon as I bought my coat, the sun came back out again. I'm just having a sip of my coffee. Um, so I knew when I was here in Turkey that I had to get myself into a routine. I knew I had to find a routine that worked for me. My values in life, I've already said like personal growth, personal evolution, being savvy and intelligent around money. And then if I look at myself, I come first in my life, then work 
And then at the time, I was also dating as well. Uh, I've stopped dating now, um, realized that I want to date myself and deepen my relationship with myself. So if I go back to the routine, what I did was I joined a gym. And I hadn't been exercising regularly for two or three years because work had taken a precedent. And that had shown on my body. Also, I was highly stressed back in England. My house was very expensive to run, really expensive to run in England. Um, so I saved money by being in Turkey, although in the last nine months since I've been here, prices have gone up by double. And that includes the rent. Booze is highly expensive in Turkey. Eating out is expensive as well. Still cheaper than England, but a lot more expensive than it used to be. Um, so I knew I had to find my routine. So I went to the gym. I cycled every day. I would um, take long cycle rides into my local town. I would hire a car and go and explore Olodinez and Uzumlu and drive to Antalya. I moved, uh, just in case you're interested, I moved to a, a, a very small apartment. It's on the ground floor. It has two bedrooms and an open plan, kitchen, diner, the kitchen, sitting room, office. I've turned it into an office. Um, I work a lot. Work keeps me connected with the world. I love my job as a midlife psychotherapist and relationship coach. And so I'm always online. So that keeps me connected to people. And what I found in winter was it was very challenging because I didn't know anybody. And the complex where I was is very, very quiet. And I really had to sit and process a lot of emotions and learn to be in my aloneness and learn to be in the quiet and in solitude. And I really do believe as I come out of this and we're coming into summer now, that this has been instrumental in my personal growth and evolution. I've deepened the relationship with myself because also by being in Turkey, my distractions have gone. I stopped watching TV. I, I haven't got a TV. Um, I um, stopped drinking because it was so expensive and the wine is shit here. Um, I started exercising. I, my body started to shift and transform because I was becoming way more active. And my body is a body that's used to being active because I was in the health and fitness arena for 30 odd years until I kind of burnt myself out from that. And now everything I'm doing is coming from a place of love and nourishment and joy. It's like, I want to do this. I no longer want to run or numb away from myself. And what I learned in the winter months was, um, I just took all the distractions away. I can't online shop. I would love to buy. I loved online shopping back in England. And I would always do it if I felt sad or bored or excited, always go and buy myself something new. You haven't got the shops here. If I haven't got an Amazon here, I've got Trendle, but they never deliver. So I just gave up ordering stuff. And I just, every now and then, I would drive three hours to Antalya, uh, book a lovely hotel, and then go shopping in the IKEA and the shopping centers there. Um, and it really, I said right at the beginning of this episode, environment matters 
environment matters. And I still get swayed by the shit I see on social media. And I'm like, well, my life isn't very exciting. And I don't do, you know, a lot. And maybe I should be making more of this place where I live. And yet, I talk you through a typical day. Actually, I really want to cry as I'm saying that. Because we can get easily so swayed by external influences. And this is another reason why I love Turkey, because I have the space. I live on my own. This is the first time I've ever lived on my own. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. I've always lived with someone. So this is a new experience for me. So every morning I will wake up, I'll fling my door open, let's say from spring all the way through to December, the weather is glorious, the winter or the door stays shut, the door stays shut because it's cold. I open up, I've got an, uh, I'm on the ground floor, I look out to blue skies, there is an orange tree right outside my veranda, which I'm looking at right now. There is nothing better than that. There's nothing better than that. The birds are singing and tweeting. For six, for 12 weeks of the year, six in the spring and six in autumn, I get my mum living opposite me. And I love that. I love that because I can say hello to my mummy in the morning. Um, and then in the mornings, I normally wake up between seven and eight. I then sit and do work. I do marketing. I am on social media and I'm sitting at my desk at overlooking the outside i can hear all the birds singing and tweeting i then have my breakfast i do not cook i hate cooking so i will eat out every single day that's something that i would never be able to do in england i cycle to the gym i work out nearly every single day i then cycle to have a really nice coffee there's an amazing coffee shop just down the road from me and i get my breakfast or my brunch there um, and then I tend to, it depends how many projects I've got going on with work, I'll either come back and work on a project or I'll take the day off and cycle down to the beach, cycle into Fetier, cycle or get the bus um, to Olodinez or hire a car um, and go somewhere different. There is always something to do and it feels to me here it's the simple life is so beautiful. The simple life is so beautiful. And when I look at England now or the US, it feels to me like there's so many distractions and so many things to go and spend your money on as a way for you to cope with your stressful life. I don't have a stressful life. I have a calm, grounded life which I chose to create for myself because I know when I get stressed I'm fucking awful to be around I'm awful to be around and it takes its toll on me I've had three mental breakdowns I've been addicted to various substances I've nearly ended my life on more than one occasion so my mental well-being my health my wellness is of the utmost importance to me so if i bring you back to the end of my routine in my day i am back in my apartment or sitting outside on my veranda and i light the candles i'm just as i'm saying that i'm just like oh my god this is amazing it's just like and i read 
I love reading. Um, I read so many books and I, I'm in bed by nine, ten o'clock at night. Um, and I get my sleep on. And for me, this is the perfect, beautiful, poignant, happy life for me. For me, it works for me. I don't know how long it works for me. And yet for now, this is great. This is working. And I did mention in there that I was dating when I came out to Turkey. And I was sort of talking to various different men. And I just realized in the winter, I was moving through so much stuff. I was processing a lot of emotions um, and feeling things on a, diff on a deeper layer because I was no longer numbing, running away from my feelings and emotions that I had to plug back into me. And... I believe now at 52, this is my time to create a really deep relationship with who I am, to take really good, loving care of who I am, and to make choices from the place that I am enough, that I am loved, that I... I don't think what else that I am loved I am enough and that I get to live a beautiful life I get to live a beautiful life I thank you for coming along for this ride and if you want to stay up to date with my adventures in Turkey the best place for you to do that is Instagram and I'm Ms MS star monroe m-o-n-r-o-e on instagram and my stories are where you can see me and please if you have any questions about moving to turkey about reinventing yourself about relocating please ask please ask because i can do another podcast um, I can talk to them in my stories because I know from me sharing on TikTok, on Instagram, that this is something a lot of midlife women want to do. We, our kids are older. We may have left our husbands. Or they, you know, or we may be just, we're single and we're ready. Uh, we're financially in a place where we can make our dreams come true. Uh, and maybe you're in a place where you want to be financially in a place to make your dreams come true. So any questions, I welcome them. I'm here to serve. And so for now, I will give you a big kiss from Turkey and have a great rest of the day.